Merry Christmas. It is a joy to be here tonight and to celebrate Christmas, well, with people. A year ago, it was, well, just us and a camera or two and some streaming. And this year, it's good to see faces. It's good to see people and to celebrate that God is with us. That's our theme tonight, that we celebrate that God is with us, our Emmanuel. A a word that literally translated means God with us from the Hebrew language. A word that anticipated the Savior would be born. We understand divinity, at least Time uh, across time and around the world in various cultures, there's the the expectation of divine, the understanding that there is something, something out there, uh, a divine power beyond us in the universe that's superior, that God is transcendent, maybe distant, a creator who is all-powerful, and ultimate authority beyond comprehension. Living in heaven, ruling the universe, it's, it's pretty standard, right? Various cultures, various people, groups have this idea of the unreachable, unattainable, divine, spirit, spiritual being. And though we want to try to reach the divine, We're unable. And we attempt to please God, which is just built into us. This whole idea is built in. It's like ingrained in our minds that there's something. Paul even said to Timothy that God is the blessed and only sovereign, King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. That's... God, holy and unapproachable. We can't see God and live. Isaiah, when he had the vision that resulted in his call to be a prophet, woe to me. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. He expected to drop dead on the spot. Even Moses, who got to experience God in a more profound way to the point where his face would glow and he would wear a veil, otherwise he'd kind of freak people out. Even Moses had to say, well, God, show me your glory, and, well, God refused. How about a glimpse, just a, just a peek? So eventually God said, hide in the cleft of the rock and I'll pass by. And you can get this, just a little peek. Israel at Sinai, we're told, don't even touch the mountain. Sinai, where the glory of God was was gathered around the top of the mountain, and Moses got to go up into that cloud and receive the tablets of the law. But the people down at the foot of the mountain were not even to, to touch it. God is unapproachable. We can't please him, and so that makes us... Concerned, worried, frightened, 
potentially. So God is transcendent, but at the same time, we believe this, God is everywhere. The word we use for that is omnipresent. It's probably some Latin derivative that we just adopted, meaning God is present in his creation, present everywhere, but in a way that is untouchable, intangible. We see him plainly in his works. And David said in Psalm 139, where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the the depths, you are there. So God's everywhere. All the time, we cannot hide from him. You know that song, Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. To which my kids now comment, he's kind of a creeper. (laughs) The same could be said about God. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He's at the top of the mountain. He's in the depths of the deepest parts that we could imagine. He's everywhere all the time. Also from Psalm 139, you know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You stretch out my path and by lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. So God knows. There's things we want to hide though, right? Things uh, of our lives we would want to hide from God. That's what caused David to pen those words. We've fallen short of the glory of God. We've sinned in our lives. We've done things that we knew were wrong and didn't do things we knew we should have done. And so we have this burden on us. We want to get away. We don't just want to get away from God, though. We want to get away from problems, from stress, from the burdens that we bear, from just the hardships in our lives. We want to run from enemies we want to find a safe place and that can be hard to find Gideon who was one of the judges was found hiding in a wine press when God came calling hiding threshing wheat in a really about the worst place to do it but worried and concerned that someone would come and take what he had Elijah hid in a cave after Seeing God at work and his power, he ran in fear for his life and ended up in a cave. We might want to hide from the world, from this ongoing pandemic, from our past, from our problems, even from God. Because facing a holy God might cause us to fear him. To fear God, to be terrified of the Almighty. It is wise to fear God. Psalms and Proverbs both say that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but that's a respect and an awe and an honor toward the king of the universe, toward this all-powerful, unapproachable one. But it's not a fear that sends us running from him. Fear that makes us run and hide from God only sends us further away from him. Tonight, 
we can take heart. God is with us. This is the promise of Emmanuel. This is the promise of the God of the universe who promised to send his son. The book of Isaiah, which was written hundreds of years before Jesus was born, says this, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Matthew chapter 1 recalls that promise when comforting Joseph. Joseph, the husband of Mary. So when Mary was told that she was going to have a baby and that that baby would be conceived of the Holy Spirit, Joseph wasn't involved in that pregnancy. And so Joseph was resolved to divorce her, to send her away, quietly, not to cause any problems, but to Joseph, in a dream, came the messenger of God saying, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife because that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. You should call his name Emmanuel. This is the promise Joseph was reminded. Emmanuel, God with us. The last three Wednesdays during this Advent season, that's been our theme, God with us, and we've looked at it. Scenes in which God made his appearance in more of a physical, tangible way than we typically see. God showed up. And we remember that with Abraham at the time of the covenant when he was promised to have a child. Abraham was an old man. And the promise of God was long in coming. And finally, God came to Abraham and reassured him of that promise and said, this time next year, your wife, who was also up there in years, would have a child, and she did, and Isaac was born. And we remembered that God showed up to Joshua, appearing as a a man with a sword ready to go into battle. And he was with with Joshua in Jericho and through the conquest And we remember that there was a fourth man in the furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And it made no sense for them to be able to come out of that furnace unharmed, but God was with them. Tonight we remember that God was with Mary. Luke chapter 1, just before the birth narrative of Jesus Gabriel, the angel, came to Mary and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. So the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. That's what the angel said to Mary. That's what was spoken to Joseph. Do not be afraid. That's what was said to Abraham in the creation of the covenant, to Joshua as he was going into battle. Do not be afraid. We need not fear. 
We can have an honor and a respect and an awe of the Almighty God, but do not be afraid because the Lord is with you. And maybe those words need to come to us tonight. Do not be afraid. Your sins are forgiven. That would, which would make you run and hide even from God is forgiven in Jesus. Do not be afraid. God is with you in your depths. In that burden that you're bearing. In that struggle that is creating that stress that you feel day after day. God is with you. Do not be afraid. God is with you in the valley. These are the words of David in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. God is with us. God is with us as his people, and so we are not alone. In the news over the last, well, 25 years periodically, but more specifically lately, the James Webb Telescope is going to launch tomorrow, if all things go well, and according to plan and the weather, and et cetera, et cetera. Have you heard about this James Webb Telescope? This is what CBS News said in description of it, 100, more times, uh, 100 times more powerful than the 31-year-old Hubble telescope, Webb can see back in time, all the way to the let there be light moment. Do you suppose CBS News knew who they were quoting? That instant when a cold, dark universe ignited into stars. So the telescope is going to try to see to the edge of the universe light that's, according to the measurements, hundreds of millions or billions or whatever it is years old. I know who put it there. We're not alone. And while that telescope will be scanning the skies for light and trying to experience or somehow measure dark matter or whatever it's all going to do, it's not going to be scanning the skies for life, for signs of life. That's not its mission. Though some of what NASA does attempts to do that, look for the life or the building blocks of life or somehow, because built into us is this understanding that we're not alone. And it's good. Well, it's not good for man to be alone. So said God in Genesis chapter 2 at the creation of woman. But sometimes we do feel alone. Isolated. Separated. Like we're all living behind masks. Like we're all living behind masks. Like we don't let people in as much as we probably should. And maybe it's not masks, maybe it's walls. Maybe we're attempting to keep people out. The isolation that we feel isn't just from pandemic. Sometimes it's because we feel like we're the only one in a certain situation. Where the, no one understands 
what we might be going through. But the Lord is with us. That same God promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy repeated in Hebrews chapter 13. And from the lips of the one who was born in the manger, at the end of his earthly life when he was about to ascend into heaven, said, I am with you always to the end of the age. We're not alone. God is with us. And the Holy Spirit has come to be with us, to dwell within us. And John chapter 1 that we read at the beginning of the service said he's made his dwelling among us. We're not alone. We need not fear because we are loved. We're loved by the creator of the universe, the transcendent holy God who's unapproachable came to us because of love. Not because we deserved it, not because we earned it, nothing within us made him owe that to us. But out of his great love for us, he sent Jesus to be born, to be our Savior, to be born for the purpose of living and dying for us because we are loved. And because we're loved by the king of the universe, Jesus died on a cross for us. Because the gift of the one born in the manger is the same one who went to the cross. The same love for us that brought Jesus to earth, sent him to his death on our behalf. For God so loved the world that he gave a Savior, Christ the Lord, born in Bethlehem, born for us, present with us now and with us forever. The call on us is to share that truth. Because like we started with, people groups, cultures, around the world and across time, have understood that there is a God. What God has revealed through his word, through the testimonies of people who experienced the one who was born, is that God is with us in Jesus. And people need to know that he is with them. It's the gift of a Savior that we celebrate tonight. The gift that gives us joy and peace. When the angels spoke to the shepherds and shared that good news. It's good news for the world of peace and joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, Christ the Lord. Amen.